0: what is up everybody welcome back my conspiracy nerdlets to another arousing episode of five minute conspiracies the show where i aim to share with you a new theory every week in five minutes or less this is abby your friendly neighbor conspiracy theorist and i am super excited we're going to talk about alcatraz this week but before we begin I have, uh, if you didn't hear our last episode, which was our current, uh, current strange events, I mentioned that the bracelets are live. So if you go to com backslash merch, M-E-R-C-H, there you can buy the bracelets. They are just simple, you know, check them out and 2 dollars from every bracelet goes to endthebacklog.org which is super awesome organization. So thank you for your support and and thank you for helping us make this world better for everyone. I feel like I yeah, and thank you for listening because I, you know, talking to myself every week, but at least I know somebody's going to hear me. <laughs> I don't feel so alone. All right, so this week, we are talking about Alcatraz, and when I say we, I hope you know that I mean you and me, that there's not, like, multiple people here. It's literally just me alone <laughs> by myself. I, <laughs> so I received information from a friend named Dadio and he He likes to, if you see any of the weird memes I like to post on Twitter or put on Facebook, um, they usually come from him. (laughs) And he's awesome because he understands I have a love of true crime and conspiracy theories. So then he sent me an article about a letter that was written from supposedly from one of the escapees from alcatraz so we will get into that we'll get the background going but anyway big shout out to daddio thank you he sends me lots of really awesome stuff um my first strange current strange events all of those articles i talked about were from him because he's fantastic and uh wonderful so let's yeah so that's enough intro all right you guys let's get started Okay, so before we get into the actual theories and conspiracies, let's talk about the island itself. So, it was mapped in 1775, and in 1850, President Fillmore signed an order reserving the island for military use. So, they built a fortress that consisted of maybe 100 cannons and all these different things. So it was there to protect the San Francisco Bay. If you don't know the islands next to San Francisco, I probably should have said that at the beginning. Uh, it was also the West Coast's first operational lighthouse. And then in the late 1850s, it was kind of switched over for military prisoners. So that would be like Confederate sympathizers and people who were convicted of committing treason against the U S the, um, during the American civil war and thing, people like that. And so it, so that's crazy. So then in 1933, the military relinquished it to the U.S. The Justice department. That's what it was. The U.S. Justice department to become a federal, federal prison. And they thought this was a good spot to put dangerous and difficult people. And because the island is in the San Francisco, near the San Francisco Bay. And the waters there are cold and they are strong currents. And it's not exactly swimmable for somebody who isn't a very experienced swimmer. There are people who swim across there, especially for, I think a triathlon happens there. But again, those are people who train who know what they're doing. So, uh, the Max Security Prison officially opened July 1st, 1934. So basically, if... If the Justice Department deemed that you were unsuitable to be in general population at your prison, you would be sent to Alcatraz. And they basically would keep you there. Some people, they just kept there completely. Some people, they would keep you there until they felt like you understood, you know, your the rules of the prison system. And then they might send you back, basically. Uh, so some famous people that were there included to do al capone he spent four and a half years in the 30s he was apparently still basically running his gangster empire um from the prison because he was you know because he could have visitors and stuff so they sent him to the island for four and a half years in the 30s uh george machine gun kelly spent 17 years on kidnapping charges there's a bunch of other people that were there but those are kind of so uh the max security prison officially opened july 1st 1934 And there was about one guard per three prisoners. So it said that Alcatraz typically held between 260 to 275 prisoners. And you were, it was sparse. You were one person per cell because it's max. And, you know, you didn't get too many amenities. Let's just say that. So we're kind of getting closer to what I want to talk about today. So there are 14 known attempts at escape, and that is 36 inmates. So it's reported 23 were captured, 6 were shot and killed, in their escape, uh, escape attempts two drown, and 5 went missing, and they presumed they drowned, because they never found them again. In 1963, the prison closed because expenses were just too high, because if you're on an island, you gotta ship everything across the water, and that just, that costs so much more than a prison just being on the mainland. Also, the buildings were starting to crumble because of the salty sea air, and they just the upkeep, it was just too expensive in general. So it said that they housed a total of 1,576 men over the about three decades that it was a max security prison. And it opened again, obviously reopened to become a tourist attraction. And each year about 1 million tourists come to visit Alcatraz. So there's your background. Now, kind of what I wanted to focus on was one of the escape attempts. And Okay, we'll get into that <laughs> okay so of all the people who have tried to escape five are unaccounted for now on july 11th 1962 three of those men that are on account- that were unaccounted for actually did escape and that would be frank morris john england and clarence england supposedly they spent three or tw- they spent 12 months planning their escape from alcatraz uh, and I don't know if the case is still open today, but it's... Because they never found bodies, I feel like it is. I is. Let's see here. In 1993, in an interview, U.S. Marshal Service acting director Don Twomey said... They the ability to survive. It was a well-thought-out scheme. Re- reiterating this view, as U.S. Marshal Michael Dyke told the BBC, it's a good possibility he it survived. It's hard to say. We have to keep the case open since no bodies have been found. And in as recent as 2010, they actually, like, state that they received leads about the unsolved case. And as late as 2010, a le- lead took the marshals to an unmarked grave that was claimed to be that of one of the escapees. But no positive identification was made. So what, what the hell happened? (laughs) How did they get out? I think this is super interesting. So what you don't, maybe don't know is that there was a fourth person who was supposed to escape with them, but could not get out of his cell like the other men were able to, and basically said, yeah, this is how we did it. So here's what happened. I, okay. So the men used spoons to dig at the concrete air vents in their cells. Now behind these vents was an un, guarded corridor. It was like a service corridor. And they would use cardboard to cover the holes that they made as they were digging. And they used soap to disguise the removed rivets. So that's crazy. Now, they made papier-mâché heads in their image (laughs) and put on it real hair from the hairdresser. They put it in their beds. You know when (laughs) when you were a teen and you snuck out at night and you moved your covers enough to make it look like there was a body under them so if your parents poked their head in they would think you were sleeping that's pretty much what these people did but instead of sneaking out of the house at night they snuck out of alcatraz so they put these heads in their likeness on the bed and then lumped up the blankets to make it look like a body so that when the guards were doing their rounds they would think they were in there uh so i'm sorry it's just. So they squeezed through the vents, made their way to the roof, continued over the barbed wire fence, onto a blind spot on the watchtower, and then, according to the BBC, improvised bellows, used improvised bellows to inflate a raft fashioned from rubbered raincoats. Now, they did find this rubber raincoat raft washed up on the shore at a nearby island, but they've never found proof of the men having survived, so they don't know if they drown if they're alive if they're in hiding uh and i think i don't know it's just super interesting so apparently the case is still unsolved but still open i think da da, da 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 i mean it's kind of expensive to look for these people but i feel like it's kind of worth it i mean you kind of want to meet them so anyway a uh fourth man i don't know if i can find his name Blah, blah, blah okay so inmate alan west who according to the u.s marshals was also involved in the escape but never made it out of his prison cell and he told them what happened yeah so that's interesting so there's two basically ways this could go one they died duh they drown or died of exposure or like who knows uh obviously but could they be alive so this was 50 years ago or so And what's interesting, and a lot of people, even the U.S. Marshal, thinks they probably made it. That's the crazy part. But what's interesting is that there was a letter supposedly mailed. Let's see here. A letter claims that the three inmates barely survived in 1962. This This is the perfect mortgage. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry! Okay. <laughs> okay, so it says that they escaped. Um. Let's see here. So, the letter says, My name is John Englin. I escaped from Alcatraz in June 1962 with my brother Clarence and Frank Morris. I'm 83 years old and in bad shape. I have cancer. Yes, we all made it that night, but barely. The letter claims that Morris died in 2008, and that Clarence Anglin died in 2011. And it says, if you announce on TV that I will be promised to first go to jail for no more than a year and get medical attention, I will write back to let you know exactly where I am. This is no joke. That was in 2003, I believe. And... Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service representative, representative told the Washington Post that the agency believes that the letter is without merit. It was submitted to an FBI lab for forensic handwriting analysis and compared it to samples from all three escapees, and the results were inconclusive. Oh, it was 2013, not 2003. Sorry. So, who knows? I mean, they received it in 2013, but was it... I can't remember if it was recently. When did this article come out? <laughs> i do my research okay january the article came out so i think it just recently surfaced but they probably wanted to have time to look into it without a news frenzy obviously so who knows oh this one this article says six months before the escape obviously this was not well written <laughs> obviously it didn't go off as scrap. da 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 Okay, this, okay, so there's all different kind of accounts of how they got out. Someone said they made a drill and made tiny holes. I don't know. It's hard, it's really hard to say what actually happened. But it does say that they made a makeshift life preserver with raincoats. And uh, goes into more detail about how they could have done it. Which is kind of interesting. They heat, you know, would heat it to seal it up all that kind of stuff and uh yeah they're never seen again so that's pretty cool so i tweeted the last week i tweeted a picture of these heads that they made they're kind of creepy looking (laughs) it is interesting so check that out on twitter at five m-i-n-c-o-n-s-p sorry this episode was kind of hodgepodge i mean it's super interesting i just you know didn't feel like writing (laughs) (laughs) So, less than a year after their escape, the prison closed March 1963. And, yeah, um, I don't know. So, do, you know, check it out. That's the main conspiracy I can really find for Alcatraz. But, oh, okay, here it is. The FBI officially closed its case on the Alcatraz escapees in 1979. It would be good if I read the whole article before I started, you know, reading into you guys. Um the FBI officially closed it but the marshal service said they will continue to investigate until um and it says they said they will do so until the men are proven deceased or until they turn 99 at that point they're probably probably dead. So yeah, I think I think that's really interesting. Um so send me your thoughts on this. Send me your theories. And I'm thinking next week we're going to do, I don't know, I haven't decided what next week's theme is. If someone gives me a really good theory maybe that will be next week's theme and i will shout you out thank you for listening you guys and sticking through this with me (laughs) and all the extra noises because sometimes ads just have noise apparently on websites so i love you guys you guys are awesome and i will see you next week for another episode of five minute conspiracies i'm abby human not reptilian and be good you guys and survive this heat (laughs) all right bye